0: everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Road Dogs Podcast. Uh, I am sitting here I am doing this show alone today so I am all by myself. No I'm just kidding. I am Janelle and I'm alongside Amir.
1: Hi, Amir. You see when you give somebody like an opportunity because on the
0: stage and they just shit all over <laughs> they do. <you. they're... laughs> like bitch, this is a one man show. <laughs> um but welcome to this week's episode my name is john L. I i am one of the hosts of the road dogs podcast alongside amir hello hey. Amir. how are you
1: good 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 i what did i do i didn't ask what you did i just said how are you well i'm gonna talk about it okay gotcha so recently i saw uh barbie yes so that was a a nice little time yes it was um you know everybody's in barbie mania right now or uh, is everybody in barbie i would say so or what is it called barbieheimer because you know oppenheimer i think yes 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 and then the barbie Barbie i'm aware yeah so um it was a big weekend lots of people were out everybody was wearing pink did you wear pink no i didn't Yeah, yeah i felt like we
0: bitch i don't have yeah no i didn't wear pink
1: um i saw somebody say that you know more people showed out for barbie than they did for the little mermaid i was like
0: um i think it's subjective the because if when you say more people do you mean like more Gaming, no, like or just people. people in like people in general. <laughs> okay, um, I would say this. The only reason why I would feel that to be the case is because Barbie has continuously reinvented like what she does, who she is as um a a toy, and The Little Mermaid came out so long ago that maybe there wasn't like enough hoopla about it, but I still feel like The Little Mermaid did. Um, wonderful. And it did what it needed to do.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a pretty cool movie overall. Um, There were some things that I think was a higher level than you would say would be the intended audience of a Mm -hmm. Barbie movie, which, you know, works because obviously a lot of us who grew up either with a Barbie or around Barbie would get some of those higher jokes. Did you have a Barbie? No, but Gotcha. Like I said, around a Barbie. Like mm-hmm. if you grew up Barbie adjacent. Yeah. Like you know who a Barbie is. You know what a Barbie is. Like mm-hmm. I would say kids born now, Barbie. I don't know if Barbie has that same type of influence, but I remember back then, you know, commercial, commercial, commercial. Yeah, yeah. You know, Barbie had a scooter, Barbie had a van, Barbie had a cavort. She had a car, Corvette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She had a Corvette. Oh, that's it. what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Like you know of the lady. Absolutely. Like she got money. And apparently, um, a lot mm-hmm. of jobs. Yes, Barbie had a lot of
0: jobs. That was a one, of, one of the things as I was watching the movie, I kind of was like, oh. 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 Like, okay. yeah, I didn't know that. But it, it was pretty cool. I did think it was really good that, um, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, you know, maybe turn the volume down, because I'm about to spoil it a little bit, um, that Ken's friend Alan was in there as well. Um, Alan was he was discontinued, that dial was discontinued. Um, and I think, you know, people were saying that they were, <laughs> they were too close to be friends. So he was discontinued um, because people had
1: concerns. Yeah, so Alan was uh, Ken's roommate, as you might, you know, I'm gonna say. Or they were roommates, yes. as it's often said. <laughs> so, but there were also, like, different Barbies that were discontinued. There was Midge. The um, pregnant one the pregnant one yeah there was um cochrane ken Bitch, you no know it wasn't yeah well i mean that's not his actual name but he had like a magic earring so it was a magic earring ken and i think the earring was on you know that side oh my god uh, but then he also had like an earring as a necklace which kind of you know the cochrane yeah essentially and he had like a mesh shirt on and it was a crop top and like there's a lot going on frosted you know, tips so, oh I th- you know, Ken went through a little time where self-discovery. He went through his phase. <laughs> a little
0: phase. <face. laughs> but shout out to everybody that did go uh, to see the movie. I felt like it it was cute. It was, it was what I wasn't expecting, like, too much. I was right. just expecting cute pink fashions. Margot? Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. There was a point in the movie where she was talking about how she wasn't pretty enough. And, like, she was crying. And as she was crying, I leaned over and I told uh, my boyfriend, I was like, damn, she's pretty. And then the woman was like, stop it. You're
1: gorgeous. And I'm like, yes, bitch, she
0: actually is.
1: Right, I think the narrator jumped in at that time. And was yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, Margaret Robbie <laughs> is not the right person. Right. To, for, this, for this specific <laughs> But I thought savior. that, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I liked uh, Issa Rae in the movie, too. Yes. Like, there was a part where... <laughs> They, I guess they trick the main villains mm-hmm. in the movie. And she's like, that's right, motherfucker. Right. They it out.
0: <laughs> but it was cool. Shout out to Barbie. Shout out to everybody that went to see it. If you didn't, um, it's Road Dogs approved. So go and see it.
1: Yeah, go check it out. Um, support the the actors. I don't yes. know. I hope they're getting paid for that.
0: They're they you know, getting paid for that. They won't get paid if it goes to streaming.
1: Right. So as that's, of now. <laughs> But um, yeah, other than that, it's been good. And how are you been? Um, I've been well. Thank you for asking. Oh, you want to expand on it? Or?
0: No, I don't want people in my business. Okay. Well, hey, thanks, but we go Goldberg. I don't want people in my home. Oh, there you go. So like, no, I've been well. Same thing. Went to go see a Barbie this weekend. I've been in a pool a lot. I think I said that last week, but. It's been extremely hot, and going to work out, and then going to shower, i just been like, you know what? I'll get in the pool to kind of relax a little bit.
1: Before the shower?
0: After, no, yeah, yeah, before.
1: So you went to work out, and then you just jumped get in, the in the pool? pool.
0: No, I, I change and put on swim trunks, and then I get in the pool.
1: Okay.
0: Yes. What's wrong with that? No, I'm because why would I shower why would I work out go shower get in the pool then go shower again
1: I mean I thought that was part of the process I've heard a lot of people there's a little discourse uh, discourse <laughs> about that um what people saying like you know getting clean before getting in the water because it's shared water versus like a private pool if you have a okay. private pool so this is why I said I want bitches in my business okay
0: because you just called me dirty I'm not dirty. I didn't call you dirty. I just asked a question. Let's go ahead and head into um, these motherfucking topics before we have to cut this show short.
1: <laughs> It'll be kind of editing. It'll just right.
0: A <laughs> <story>. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, uh, we are going to dive right into our guess what, which is our current event uh, entertainment section. Right.
1: And speaking of someone who needs to be edited, apparently. <laughs> Doja Cat, so she is going through some things, some changes, maybe a change of mind about being famous. Who knows? But she has been responding to some of her fans, um, telling them stop calling themselves kitty or kittens. Um, and some of the fans are responding like, "Hey, you know, we've up, we propped you up, we've supported you, we've done this, blah blah blah." And she was like, "You know, tell us that you love us." And she was like, I don't, you know, cause I don't even know you. I don't know you. How do you feel about that?
0: <clears throat> I feel, I understand what she was coming from. It could have been packaged better because truth be told, they don't these artists really don't owe us anything other than the art that they're creating Um, and we don't owe them anything we make our hard-earned money we don't have to go see them in tour we don't have to buy the album we don't have to buy their merch we don't have to sit up and defend them um their honor online um but we choose to do it for certain individuals because we feel a connection now it sucks that she basically told them i i don't i don't even know y'all because bitch in a minute you're gonna be asking me to come to your tour like in a minute you're gonna be asking me to buy your album and when i say girl i don't know you i don't know you well enough to buy the album keep the same energy like let that be the reason and that's that um i think doja cat has always been a little sassy she's always been somebody that to me, it's always kind of like she's a, like a real smart aleck. And, um, and some people like it and some people don't.
1: I don't know, because I feel like what she said was valid. I do feel that as fans, um, especially in, in the level that they take it now, you know, stands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. People take these parasocial relationships seriously. you know they're calling them oh mama or daddy or xyz like they're requesting to say like i love you stuff like that like it didn't used to be like that you know you used to like a celebrity's music or their whatever they provided an actor but it wasn't i need you to say that you love me yeah or i need you to devote this time to me or xyz to say to somebody you know without me or without our support you would be nothing like what my value does not exist just being a celebrity or just being, you know, a poster on your wall or whatever, you know, whatever these people create these relationships in their mind, yeah, you know, for these celebrities. I, I feel like as we get into social media, it gets a little, I don't know, a little About kooky. it? It does. It gets a little kooky, like, you know, go outside, take, take yeah. a breath. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Doja Cat doesn't actually know you at all. Right. And she
0: doesn't owe us anything. But I also want under- people to understand that you don't owe them anything either exactly like you don't have to buy her music you don't have to you know start a fan club you don't have to like go to her tour because bitch, if you're going to treat your fans like this i don't need to support you case in point i don't know if you remember but um summer walker a couple of years ago basically said i have social anxiety I don't like being around people. I don't like going on tour. I don't like singing on stage. I don't like performing live in front of folks. Basically like, I don't wanna do this. I just wanna sing. I don't wanna be an entertainer. I made the decision then to support that kooky bitch from afar because you don't wanna be here. It shows in your performances that you are extremely uncomfortable. Why am I spending the hard-earned money that I had to go to work for on you when you're going to give a half-ass performance? Like and I feel the same way about this Doja Cat situation. I'm not going to expend any exert any extra energy on Doja if this is how like like how she views and she has the right to view her fans that way. But as a fan, you have the right to say, okay, bitch, I'll just like the Instagram post. Like, I don't have to buy your music. I- I'll download it on Apple Music. I don't have to stream it, right? Like, we have, we have. that's the power that we have. Um, And once these fans understand that, like she said, you're not my mother. You can't talk to me like that. You're talking to me like you're crazy. Once you're like, you know what? You're right. And you're not my child. So I don't have to support you. Once the fans get that through their heads,
1: we'll be okay. Yeah, I guess it's just, you know, if you like the content, wonderful. Like you want to listen to the music, you want to watch that movie, wonderful. I think when people take it to that next level, where you have like people behind these like fan pages, you know, oh, you know they're fighting against each other. Oh, you yeah. know, Doja Cat this, oh, that, da, 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 da. Like It's so much wasted energy when yeah. these people don't know you to that same level. And then you're all butthurt because they actually do say that. And it's like, what did you think? Right. Like, oh, she don't know you. She, she doesn't. If you died today,
0: she wouldn't know who you are. If she died today, you wouldn't be able to go to the funeral. Right. God forbid. <laughs> but, you know, that, that it, just, it is what it is.
1: But, I, I, you know, and there's obviously been fan clubs before. This is nothing new. You know they used to have fan clubs for britney and blah 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 you know mail in and you get like a package yeah. with all that type of stuff but or uh um, oh bitch, you shot your age yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know but the, it, so fan clubs have always existed i think that just at this level where social media takes a can take it a little bit far where you're like requesting for someone to say like i love you and stuff like that like chill out like, chill out yes yes and, and I, I thought, like,
0: you know, one one year, you know, I love Brandy. One year I was like, hey, y'all, can y'all retweet, you know, get Brandy to say happy birthday to me, blah, blah, blah. And then she said, like, happy birthday. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, now what? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, it was still going to be my birthday regardless. It was still going to be a happy one regardless. But it just was like I went. All, expended all of that energy and she probably was like okay happy birthday and went back to doing whatever the fuck <laughs> she, she you know she was doing like stop this shit like we 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 do as fans we have to kind of make sure that we don't go overboard with it yeah. like just uh, face value with these with these artists besides Beyonce bitch I'm going I'm going above mm-hmm.
1: I'm from Beyonce Beyonce is you know never mind yeah <laughs> No, I mean it's. It, I don't feel like there's a problem with being a fan. You just you can't be. You can't do too much. I feel like there's. A, yeah, you can't do too much. I feel like there's levels to it. You know, <laughs> I just feel like sometimes it could be a little wild, but maybe that's just like a younger generation type of deal.
0: Mm-hmm. But I,
1: I mean, for me, it's just like whatever your product is, as long as it's good and you're not a problematic person. That's all I really require out of it i don't need you to say hi to me or you know leave me a personal voicemail or send me a dm or anything like that
0: yeah sometimes the problematic ones are are cool too we talked about that like azalea banks i mean but do you still listen to her music sometimes okay the only the only problematic person who i completely cut off music wise there's a couple, but the first one that comes to mind was R. Kelly. Like mm-hmm. I don't listen to any R. Kelly music, any you know anything that he performed or like worked on. I just can't really listen to it, which sucks. Um, but that's just one thing that I can't separate yeah. artists from artistry.
1: I mean, I do listen on
0: and on and off, but
1: oh it, God, where's the support? It's very hard to be like I'm talking about Zaley Banks. Oh, yeah. 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 No, it's Banks on and off, but it's not like I'm going to be, you know, in the streets with a sign like, love you, girl. Yeah. One of the things you got to be hush, hush about. She's, you gotta be like, she's, she's just, uh, like, she said what? Right. But then there's also people who, you know, down and down Chris Brown. Uh, yeah. So I guess there's just levels to it it definitely
0: is oh <laughs> um, i ain't gonna lie because that um that last chris brown song i was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like wait who is that change your channel now change your back change your channel turn it up a little bit okay now change it like yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. i mean if you can't say that he's not talented yeah but no yeah (laughs) I get like I get it I get it people and some people be like it's been years he
0: was young give him grace like no I understand if people like want to cancel folks like I I understand like I talked to somebody and now I'm about to show my age um who does not like Brandy and they say it's because of the whole fake marriage allegations when she was pregnant um and they said you know like she she's too she was just trying to present herself too cookie cutter like why would you lie about being a normal girl a normal girl, um, and I was like okay I get it like I get it like you you right you have the right to not like an individual because of that, um, bitch we should do a, a show and just go over like things that happened in the nineties like nineties pop culture. That would be so fun. We can do that.
1: that, But that was like early 2000s. We can do like 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, like a throwback type of section or something like that. Yeah, I'm definitely down for that. Speaking of uh, throwbacks. But wait, wait, wait. So the thing about this whole Doja thing, Mm -hmm. there's an underlying, I guess, theory. So people are saying that, because she has a new album coming out, and it's supposedly supposed to be like darker, darker themes, darker tone and that I guess there was an interview she did fairly recent where she said she was going to feel sorry about what's going to happen upcoming so people are some people are speculating that this may be a new persona that she's taking to Mm -hmm. coincide with the album that she's going to be releasing that's a little bit darker so she has to be a maybe I mean when Nicki Minaj released that one album she became British so who knows if that's, like, a similar thing. Nicki Minaj has dual citizenship. She is British. There you go. There we go. And Doja
0: Cat can be a bitch. But you know, I feel like Doja, if she does, if this is kind of like a, um I going to say scam, if it is, like, a theme to go with the album, she can pull it off. She's a talented girl. And she's also naturally catty.
1: Yeah, and I feel like she has that kind of kookiness. I mean, her... Biggest hit was like "Moo, I'm a cow." That wasn't her biggest hit, but yeah. I mean, when she what breakout hit, yeah, breakout yeah, hit yeah, is what's yeah. called. So but, her breakout yeah. hit was "Moo, I'm a cow." So I mean, her putting on a persona to match an album and having her fans like all ralph rous- roused up and whatnot. Yeah, it, it's possible. It, Although it's she lost much. like two thousand, two hundred thousand subscribers, I think on Instagram. I could see that because, bitch. <laughs>
0: I don't got to go through
1: that. Right. So we'll see. But um, speaking about villain era.
0: This lady, she has been in her villain era for a while now. But Miss NeNe Leakes, um, of course, known for her Real Housewives of Atlanta fame. um, She had an interview with Carlos King, who was one who used to be a producer um, during the first four seasons of the show. He's basically the one to kind of like help it, everything like that um she had a sit down with with carlos king and she talked about um a couple of different things she talked about um of course the first season that kind of like put her on the map when sheree had this really big extravagant house party and nini's name wasn't on the list and that kind of you know got the on again off again on again uh, feud um, with her and Shere, um sparked. She talked about how she felt like the show was uh, it changed and shifted for the worse when Kenya came on on season five. And um, that it continued when, uh, at, when with Phaedra well it started as well with Phaedra when Phaedra pretended like she didn't know her due date. Um, for her baby, and that's like iconic. If you if you know Housewives, you know that that's like a top five scene uh, for Housewives. And then she talked about her relationship with her on again, off again on screen best friend um, Cynthia Bailey. Um, she basically had a lot to say. Right. Um, How do you feel about the conversations that was had or how do you feel about Nene in general still talking about knowing that she has ongoing um, lawsuits against Bravo, um, against Andy Cohen, who is the executive producer of the Housewives franchise? How do you kind of feel about her?
1: It's an opportunity, I guess, to put herself back in the spotlight. Yeah, I feel like she really missed the mark when it was available to her. I mean, she's one of the few other than Kenya and actually I don't know anyone else. I think she's one of the few housewives that kind of transition into yeah. like actual T V roles. I mean Kenya's been doing it since like the nineties. Yeah. But she was one of the other housewives that got a big opportunity to go into like television and yeah. stuff like that. And I don't feel like it was utilized in a way that well, it could have been.
0: Here's the here's the thing with that. I think she talked about how she built Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, And I'm not knocking that, she absolutely 100% did, but she also played a major role in her downfall, and her fall from grace in this franchise. And I think it all started when her and Cynthia, so she, Cynthia of course came on the show, Nene said she wasn't never really a big fan, right? Like she really didn't think Cynthia fit, but of course they, had this on-again, off-again um, relationship. And majority of the time, Cynthia was a little bit quieter. Nene had the bigger personality. So people thought Cynthia was kind of like a push-up or just doing Nene's dirty work, or kind of like her lap dog, right? Mm-hmm. And Nene was just saying these things like, you know, Cynthia is innocent. Y'all don't know Cynthia. She has a completely different persona off-camera. She's just showing you what she wants you to see. I think her downfall started when... Nene did an interview with Andy Cohen, and basically, you know, as she was upset with Cynthia, the very first time I felt like they had a disagreement, she said she doesn't think Cynthia kind of, like, plays a major role on Housewives. She doesn't think she needs to come back. I think that was her downfall because people was like, whoa, you know, like, y'all was supposed to be thick as thieves. Right. And you could throw her under the bus like that. Um, and then I also think she didn't know how to share the spotlight with these other girls. The most successful housewife from the Atlanta franchise is Candy, without a shadow of a doubt. But Candy has a personality. Candy has the personality where she doesn't. She's she's okay with being like a B list, A list star. Like she doesn't have to like have that starting like role.
1: Well, she also doesn't have to really work. Within the reality TV yeah. circuit, because she has Such. tons of stuff that she does yeah. outside of it. I mean, she's got like restaurants. She's got her music that she. I think she still writes and stuff like that. Yeah. Royalties from that Broadway. Um, she's got her Instagram skits that she now does. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: Candy's busy. She's she's extremely busy, and um and I'm, I think it would have helped if Mimi and her. Like work together, but see that's the thing. Anybody that came on the show that had any type of personality, Nini clashed with Nini clashed with Candy that first season. No, Nini clashed with Candy a lot, not just the first season. But Nini clashed with Kenya. Nini clashed with Portia. Anybody that came on the show, Nini clashed with Phaedra. That had like a personality, like a. Bitch, who you think you're talking to? Personality. She clashed with, and that's because as the show kept getting more popular and more popular, there was more fans that was attaching themselves on to some of these other powerful personalities like Kenya, like Phaedra, like Portia, like Candy. Whereas in the beginning, to be honest, the first cast, the first cast was cool, but Nini was
1: literally like. The, the it personality. Right, so she was driving the boat and she wanted to yeah. continue driving the boat mm-hmm. even though it was like, okay baby, sit down. Yep. Let somebody else take the, Nini take was the like, wheel. She was like, bitch, there's no step up,
0: step back with me. like right. I'm the age And that has always been, I felt like that had always been her struggle. She didn't know how to handle or deal with the other girls becoming popular as well.
1: Or she didn't know how to work it. Because I feel like, um, what's her name from, I Love New York. New York, Tiffany Pollard. Yeah, I feel like she, although she dominated in her space, she also knew how to work around people. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like I'm going to just conflict, conflict, conflict yeah. to where people don't like me. She knew how to use the space and you know make it work. Yeah, and I don't feel like Nene really did that. It, yeah, no, and I think um,
0: she. I, I I just I don't know. I feel like she deserves it all. She deserves that recognition because she single-handedly that first maybe one or two seasons put that show on her shoulders and was like you know what i'm making this something like i have the personality i'm coming up with catchphrases she had the wigs. she had the you know the helmet she was doing her thing and then these other personalities came on and they were doing their thing too and i think that's got her a little rattled she didn't know how to work well with another girl that's as popular so um that is interesting you know she goes into detail about a lot of other things if you have a moment take the time to go and look up the interview with carlos king i believe it's on like youtube everything like that um didn't change my opinions about nini i felt like the last couple of years she was on the show it was painful to watch her like she just didn't really kind of fit in that cast anymore would still love to have her back though
1: would still love to have her back um yeah so would you feel like would you feel that nini would have a place on the show if she came back because there's a lot of this conversation obviously they're you know having these interviews and her name's been popping up a lot so would you feel that she has a place on the season, or is she she needs to find another thing to do? I feel like both. I feel like
0: while she will have a place on this upcoming season, I don't think the like the cry for Nini to be back on Real Housewives was as strong as it was a couple of years ago. I think like more people are like, oh, we need to add Portia. We need to do like we need to add people who bring kind of like a more Upbeat fun element and I don't think Nene brings that anymore because she didn't bring it her last year on the show. Um but I also kind of feel like with her working and speaking with Carlos King, I'm kinda like maybe this is their kind of like set up to say like, oh, she's gonna be on a show that he's doing on own or you know, something like that, maybe. Um
1: you never know with Nene, so I can see her possibly having her own show, you know, or even see her hosting a show. There's a lot of celebrities that host shows now. Like, I can see her being a, you know, a host on like a dating show or something like that. I can see that too. Um, Munching peaches or whatever you want to call it. Jesus. I mean, a dating show about being in Atlanta, you know, finding love. So I don't know if she would fit in, but I know that she has a big personality and she can be funny at times. So... We'll see. You, I mean, you never know,
0: but I feel like with all the things that she said about the network um, and the, you know, it, the producer, <laughs> it's a very slim to none chance, but never say never in this in, a, in
1: this business in entertainment. So you just never know. Right. I mean, there's always a possibility that she could come on or maybe she goes and do something else. Yeah. I can see her. So, you know, the surreal life came back. She... Or did she already do that? No,
0: she did the uh, College Hill.
1: Yeah, she did College Hill, but I could see her doing The Surreal Life. Although, (laughs) you know, it's not really like the top A and B actors or entertainers that they pull for that show. But I
0: mean, then she would fit right in.
1: If we keep it in the book. There we go. Uh, John has slid in. Another one of his (laughs) favorites. <laughs> so let's just
0: go ahead and segue into some other things that you know we consistently talk about. Consistently, hey, we, we yeah yeah. I, I feel like here at the Road Dogs podcast, we we know what's up. We right. know we know as you we're, we're in the know. Yes, but most recently, um, there was a testimony given on Capitol Hill about UFO. Uh, about UFOs, right? Um, and so there was witnesses that you know three individuals, including one Navy pilot and then one U.S. Navy commander. Um, they all said that it's definitely possible. Um, one gentleman went into detail about this UFO, and he said, you know, it was um, an object that basically had the strength of a category. Um, for hurricane but was moving and just stopping like moving and then turning back around and moving and turning back around like at the drop of a dime basically saying that you know this is you know and they, these individuals are, are were under oath they're saying like this could not be from us this is nothing that we have how do you feel about yet again um them going into detail about the potential that it is that we have UFOs here.
1: I want them to bring out pictures, like give me a picture, a video of you like standing next to the the aircraft or a spacecraft, you know, holding the newspaper with today's date and blah blah blah. Because I'm like, yeah, these hearings are are cool and all, but at the same time, it's being held by the government. Yeah. So it's like, you know, there's could be manipulation. You know, I don't want to be the the person with the foil hat and whatnot, but there could be manipulation there. You know, they might just be telling us what they want us to hear. Yeah. And, but I, I think the one thing that kind
0: of is a little bit different this go around is you have people from the Navy, people who came face to face with this saying, you know, like, uh, for instance, one of the gentlemen said the image was of something that I am not able to attach to any human capability, either from the United States or or any of our adversaries. So basically, you know, there's a, a photo going on that they took of a of something, right? That was in a UFO and he's basically like, it wasn't human, motherfucker.
1: I could tell you that. Um well we've already kind of determined that Earth is ghetto. So I'm funny. I'm pretty sure like the aliens, if they are, you know, flying by, swinging through, they make sure them windows are rolled up tight. Yeah, they make sure that exit door is locked and latched. They not they like, <laughs> not stopping by for nothing. They are not stopping by for gas. Listen. None of that. That's what they was like, "Bitch, to make the wrong turn."
0: Like I felt that's why they was going so fast. Right, and you know it. During this hearing, it was stated that the U.S. recovered a non-human biological pilot from one of these um, UFOs that crashed. Um, these whistleblowers, I, number one, fear for their safety. Um, because, you know, when you get to talking about stuff like this and you have proof and it's like definitive, yes, I know I was there. I witnessed it, blah, blah, blah. They always seem to come have an accident in the lake or, you know, he was sleeping and all of a sudden he never woke up. It's always those type of things things so for them to come out and and actually put a a name to it kudos to them but i'm praying for y'all right (laughs) but it's kind of it's kind of unsettling that our government has this information about you know these things that are taking place
1: and we're just finding out about them it is it really is and i mean we've just assuming from everything that has happened before, there's been so many people that have had sightings, so many people that say they've been abducted. What if, you know, they're made valid? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, the the alien did take you, unfortunately. You know? Yeah. And you, you did have the alien's baby. So, okay, so if you,
0: if you came face to face with an alien or a UFO, would you, knowing what we know, what we potentially know about our government, would you come forward and say, like, oh, my God, I saw a UFO?
1: It depends. It really depends. Like, it, like it, can the alien set me up for life, you know? Like, can you give me a couple of bins, a couple of bands? Right. Something like that. Give me some quarks or whatever you got mm. in the... <laughs> <laughs> on your ship, whatever y'all got up there, and I'll you know, I'll keep quiet. You know, I won't tell anybody that you were here, you know, and you could just do whatever you want to do on the earth. Maybe they're just, you know, maybe they're trying to stay incognito, they could be just walking around. I don't know, I don't know. Like, I would fear for
0: my safety. And I would fear it? from both, yeah, from the standpoint of the like U.S. government, but then also, bitch, the aliens too, because. But you just told me
1: like snitches get stitches. That's the problem. Don't, well, why are you telling? Don't tell. Uh, like, let's say an alien came to you and was like, ranc, ranc, ranc. right. And then the next day the government came to you and was like, what the fuck you here? Right. Where, where were you at last night? Would you,
0: would you be like, yo, I, you know, How I know that ain't the alien coming to me In the form of a government official See that's the type of shit like bitch I'm not telling Nobody I'm not even telling You baby. why why you ain't coming Outside this weekend I'm sick
1: As as long as you like hey we gonna all Go out of of the country (laughs) Bitch we all go out of
0: the the Atmosphere out of
1: earth I don't have to But
0: but to to really think About what these individuals Said they like saw Like, Category 4, Hurricane winds, and the object just was standing completely still, and then moving at what they call, like, supersonic speeds. Like, that's scary. It is. Like, so, bitch, they really come down here toying with us. Like, they just be like, bitch, I could fuck this shit up if I wanted to. But I'm not. I'm out of here. And, like, bitch, they just take off. Like, do you think, like, the aliens that visit Earth is, like... I feel like they are disobeying their parents and going out of town, and like this
1: is out of town, like bitch, like
0: oh shit, somebody us, we gotta go back.
1: Right, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, you know when you're a bad kid and you want to sneak out the house, yes, and go hang out, you know, in a, a rough part of the universe. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so they come to Earth.
0: It's like you know they got the best food up on, there, on this side. We gotta go down there. Like, bitch, the water is clearer. Like, oh my god, I can see that. I feel like every two to three weeks we have a UFO um, topic on here. So thank y'all for putting up with us and let us know what you
1: like, what you think. I Maybe. could, you know, what? I can see the UFOs coming down and we're like, look at these things. Right. And they like take pictures with us, like, e right. Like, take a picture with the farmer.
0: <laughs> they was like, and bitch, he had
1: a hoe. <laughs> he and he was, was doing this by hand. He was standing on two feet, right. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, these niggas is
0: incompetent. Like, they, I think they'd probably really be laughing at us. Like,
1: bitch, and they got airplanes. Maybe watching Wait. us trying to shoot them rockets in the space and blow. Mm-hmm.
0: They're like oh baby, oh baby. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's what we get for sending all that shit up into space. I think so. But yeah, I, yeah. So stay tuned. They could come visit us, you never know. Um, but one thing's for sure you can guarantee and count on us to to cover it. Because when they do come, I just want them to hear the content and be like, you know what, you two motherfuckers, y'all alright. I
1: mean if if they come. You know, that's going to put us on the map. Yes. And we've been talking about it. Because we have been, we've been advocating. We've been advocating.
0: But you know what's so funny is, it's been documented that like, Aliens has touched down. And motherfuckers have just been like, bitch, my rent is high. Right. I gotta go to work tomorrow. They trying to make me pay these student loans. I don't give a fuck about Like, if they want to come down here and join this shit,
1: let them. And I'm just like, you know what? You right. I think a lot of people are in that state. Like they better not enslave us before the, before the Beyonce concert. I know I, that I much. I know one thing. <laughs> yeah, hold the fuck up now. But you come on,
0: you buy you a ticket, and sit your ass here with me. And you wait until after this show. <laughs> I know that. Like bitch, she and she got a song just for you too, bitch. You gonna like this one? When alien superstar come on, like bitch, this this one for you. Bitch, I know they better. They better. They better wait. Bitch, they come down here talking about we invade. Not today, not today. You know, bitch swing back around in two weeks. In two weeks, I had all of this shit prepared for you. But i want to see Beyonce before that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, that that that's all for our. <laughs>
1: I know the the listeners are sick and
0: tired. They're like, if these motherfuckers talk about these UFOs one more time, they real, y'all. They real. We try to warn y'all. I mean, it,
1: it's in the news now. You've Those. seen the you've seen the videos of the the little saw, flying saucer. Listen, you've seen the the tapes. Don't act shocked. Don't act shocked. But speaking of, we're just going to go ahead and take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Amir. Thanks for tuning in. You can find Road Dogs podcast episodes and interviews on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify platforms. You can also see our latest updates and when episodes drop on our Twitter and Instagram page. Be sure to tell a friend to follow and support your roll dogs. Now back to the show. And we are back. Yes, we are. And we're going to go ahead and jump into our next session, which is the word is our Twitter and online Culture segment where we just talk about the shit you crazy people do online. Yes, we are. And speaking of <laughs> crazy mm-hmm. <people>.
0: <laughs> speaking <laughs> yes, potty, most famously known for being on Flavor of Love and Charm School, um, recently found herself making her way around Twitter. Uh, because she attended a family reunion and one of the gentlemen said, why am I at my family reunion? Hottie from Favorite Love is my fucking cousin. And there she go. Looking like Hottie.
1: Which is crazy because she looks exactly
0: the same. She does. She does. So, you know, black don't crack. We can say that. Same makeup and all. Right. She looks the same. But how how awesome is that that like and Hottie She's one of the people who I felt like she made a lasting impression on Flavor of Love uh, because she was—I don't say crazy because that she she was out of the, bitch. she may have been an alien. Speaking of
1: UFOs, there you go. Um Because she was just out of this world. I I think that she. So there were some interviews and stuff like that that came out after the show. Obviously, there. Actors, or mm-hmm. some of them were actors, and I know she kind of played a role on the show. Yeah. So the, I mean, for her to be able to play that, and people are still talking about her, is a pretty huge impact. Yeah. So I'm surprised that it didn't take her further. Um. Yeah, I can see that, but I think she she
0: really did have some pivotal, pivotal, pivotal. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Moments on the show, including the fucking
1: the turkey. Oh, the chicken, yeah. The, the chicken, yeah. She popped it in the microwave. Like, of course, there was a Luther Vandross. Yeah, <laughs> you know she says
0: she's. <laughs> people tell her she's Beyonce, mm-hmm. um, and then the wig, the blonde wig. Yeah, iconic, right? Yeah, I, I mean, never seen a wig like that ever since then. Never, I've never seen another handmade. wig like handmade. I believe that.
1: <laughs> I believe that. And then, um, oh, did she had that song? A song. Oh, you don't know about the song? No. My man, my money, my mansion. That it
0: sounds familiar. Oh, <laughs> it sounds that's where familiar. the so
1: you see the gif of her like walking down the street and she like points towards the camera. Yeah, that's from the video.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. But, yeah, she said, of course, you know, you guys are just jealous because all my friends that know me tell me I look like Beyonce.
1: I mean, honestly, that's dope to be like, I wonder how that conversation went to be like, damn, like, you actually my cousin and a huge jazz
0: legend. Like, I wonder, yeah, like, what? Or if she's just like, yeah, I was just playing a character. Or if she's like, I'm tired of people coming up to me. About this, which I don't, I don't think, because if you go on reality TV, I think part of you kind of wants that, want that, you know, interaction and reaction from people. Um, which flavor of love contestant would you want to be your, you know, family be related to? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... Like, which one can you see popping up at your
1: Family? Okay, so. Are you asking who I would want to be related to or who is someone that you would be related to? Yeah, and I'm just saying who the bitch is the same uh, one? No, because a want is different versus like, this is someone that would be in your family. Okay, yeah, let's do that one. <laughs> who, who would, did you just you show up to the family reunion? Ooh, um. <laughs> like, bitch, your want? I'm trying to think. Um I feel like hoops.
0: I can see that. Y'all, y'all built the same. Um, what's it
1: Safari? Is that her name, right? Yep, now? yep. <laughs> she never got a name. Cause she
0: why don't you hit me with flowers? <laughs> no, I
1: thought that was the name
0: that she got. No, that's her real name, remember? Because oh, okay. Monique said the same thing, like, we're gonna strip you of this name, <laughs> <laughs> She was like, tell me your name. And she was like, No, my name is Safari. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would okay, is, What so about you? hoops and Safari. Uh definitely Boots. Ugh. I think Boots um is a lone alliance of some of, you know, my personality traits and my family members. Um and Bucky. Yeah, like Boots and Bucky, like I used to ride with them. I used to love them. I'm so pissed that they're not friends anymore, but yeah, I used to feel like those those was two around the way bitches. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, um, and Goldie. I think Goldie's in like everybody's family. Goldie's right. everybody cousin. She's like, I thought the chicken was loving. <laughs> like yeah, so I think that that's pretty cool. You know, to kind of have that, uh, to have you know, to be able to show people like, hey, this is you know, somebody that we we know, right? That's in my family. So I thought that was pretty cool. And now <laughs> And now we are going to bitch
1: why why was, why did you look at me like that? Now we're going to go ahead and jump into <laughs> our next section speaking about roommates. Yes. Cuz you know, apparently you can't have roommates over a certain age. Yeah, so this
0: gentleman um, on Twitter he wrote something and said, "No shade, <clears throat> excuse me, but if you're over 25 years old and you still um, have a roommate, you need to rethink your life." And the comments were
1: not on his side. No, they weren't. Um, you know, very bold. Yes. So I guess a lot of people ended up pulling up some things from yes. his uh, his past. But I mean, just so speaking, I guess he lives in North Carolina.
0: In High Point, North Carolina, yeah, which is home of Fantasia Barino.
1: There you go. Um, So people were saying, like, well, you know, it's easier, obviously, living in North Carolina Mm -hmm. when you can rent a one bedroom for two sticks of butter. (laughs)
0: Somebody said niggas get their first efficiency slash studio apartment in West Bumblefuck, and suddenly they think they know everything, right?
1: So that was one of my favorite comments. But people uh, took um, screenshots, or not screenshots, but they uh, had pictures, I guess, of his apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got, like, the, the wall-in AC unit. And people were like, judging by your AC, you living in the trenches. Uh,
0: so, you know, they were
1: really dragging him, like, really bad. Yeah,
0: they brought up, like, how he kept asking people to cash-app him
1: uh, $20 for food. Right. So that was, what, last year? Yeah. Somebody, I guess, took screenshots of all the times he had asked, like, can you cash out me $10? Can you cash out me $20? Can somebody cash out me 5 And I think he said that that was on his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Which
0: is, you know, it, it doesn't look uh, good. So what, what's your what's your take
1: on the roommate situation? Is there an angel? I don't think so, honestly. Yeah, because I, well, it depends on who you are. Everyone wants something different. So if you're someone who wants that independence and, you know, don't want to be bothered by anybody, you don't have to. But there's tons of people who are okay with having a roommate situation or, you know, being able to stay with someone because it can get kind of quiet and I don't want to say lonely, but, you know, by yourself. No, yeah, it definitely.
0: Of course, with me staying with my partner, that's not necessarily a roommate situation. But before that, I know there were times when, like, I would come home and I'd be like, "Damn, I just want somebody like to talk to, not to like mess with me." But if I had the opportunity to, you know, if I needed to say, like, "Hey, is it any catch up?" Blah blah blah, like I could just talk to somebody. Um, I feel like people need to mind their motherfucking business. Uh he definitely didn't have to tweet that. It came off as like extremely elitist, as if we don't have enough going on with the way this fucking economy is. People can bear people are like getting by doing the best that they fucking can. Um, and if having a roommate, regardless of like how old you are, is going to be the most cost-efficient thing for you in your life at this like, current time, like then do it. Like If you're 46 and you got a roommate, like who the fuck cares? Like, bitch, split the motherfucking bills. Be smart about it. Yeah. And then have somebody that you can, you know, hang hey, I'm fucked up. Can you hold my hair while I throw up? Right.
1: right. So, I mean, in different cultures, it can be more acceptable to either stay at home for a longer period of time mm-hmm. or, you know, live with roommates or live with other people until you are able to actually get a home or something like that. So people save up that time, save up money during that time to really invest. And I think in America, we are very much like, okay, get out of the house at 18. I want to be by myself. I want to be independent. And that kind of skews, you know, the viewpoint Yeah, and where you could be like, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't have a roommate at 25. It's like, Who cares? Like, honestly, like, unless you are pursuing that person and that's something that bothers you, yeah. But other than that, who cares? Like, why are you? Why does it matter? Like, who
0: the fuck cares? Right. This is another instance of like a bitch not knowing their place, not knowing when to just be quiet. Especially,
1: you said you were just begging for five dollars, like a couple months ago,
0: just begging, just begging. But we we also came across a really. A uh, funny story on on Twitter, where it says 69 percent of high schoolers uh, say they feel soothed when the lunch ladies call them sugar or baby. Um, and we thought, oh my god, that's just that was just so you know such an amazing thing. Like yes, when you know when an older there's something about like when an older black woman gives you like kudos or say like something. Positive, or give you like a little nickname that just feels so warm. Um, and then we read a little bit more, and Miss Monique Williams said, "You know, um, they really are good kids, most of them." This one time, I heard a student called uh, "gay" for wearing a fedora in my lunch line by a group of athletes. Uh, then she said, "I wasn't mad at them, though. Low key, that hat was gay as hell. Capitalized <laughs> was." She said I ended up giving him a few extra nuggets because I felt bad for him. I'm, I'm always nice to the quiet white boys. <laughs> she said because you never
1: know when they finish snack. <laughs> Which it almost seems like this is um, this has got to be fake. Like <laughs> why would you as a <laughs> you know as a uh, as a newspaper or an article or whatever why would you quote this (laughs) specifically right like she
0: cooked his motherfucking ass but yeah like it, it has to be one of those things where it's probably made up um it's probably fake but it's one of those things where it's like i can completely see an older black woman saying some shit like this like I can I can see that not stereotyping anybody, but there's just a way older black women talk that is just like, bitch, they throwing an insult. But I, I love you, baby. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I remember my auntie's. Uh, <laughs> but the thing that got me was her being like, "It was a gay ass for Right? She said, "Look." I don't blame him, because that was a gay-ass hat. But I did just give him a few extra nuggets. Like, baby, I'm going to agree with this shit, because that's just how I feel. But here, I want you to feel better about it.
1: Like The, the type of, like, older aunties who are, are going to be honest with you will mm-hmm. give you a hug.
0: Yeah, like, my auntie, um, she once told me, and it just came out of left field, but she once was, like, Oh, you know, Janelle, I'm so happy. You know, you, you're so handsome. You know, she said, like, my sister's boy is so handsome. And then she was like, because I was worried. And I said, what? <laughs> like, she said, yeah, you know, like around seven and eight when you had the funny shaped head. And I, I was like, oh my God.
1: And <laughs> like, she was really
0: serious. And I'm like, do she not see how this is like inappropriate to say? And then she was like, but you, but you, you, you work. You worked it through, it like you and I was like, "Oh my god, why is no?" And then, like, it was around people, and I'm like, "Nobody is stopping her from saying like this is wrong." They all felt the same but way. they all was like, hey. <laughs> "Shit, she just saying it," but we all felt the same way, and I'm like, "I'll, I'll never forget
1: that." But it's it's that guard that people let down as mm-hmm. they get older. So you know, they like, just I'm liable to fuck. say anything.
0: She said, "Listen, I don't give a fuck about none of that." I don't care how you feel, baby. Like, look, This is how I'm gonna let you know what it is. She was like, "We going we
1: thought we was gonna have the paper bag you, yeah, you made yeah, it through." She might as well say that.
0: <laughs> Shit, I, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget like how that was one of the few moments where like my jaw dropped and I was looking around for like help, and everybody was like, "Nigga, we can't help you with that one." Like that's how we felt. Um, that's how I feel. You know, older. Black, and I feel like if we ask our audience, they'll all have a story of older black women saying some off the wall shit to them, but wrap it up with like a loving kindness or like some type of you know kudos to go along with it.
1: I think it's that's better to have that type of honesty, I guess you could say, versus like the older person who's just like flat out judging you, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I love older people. Older people are really funny. Like, they really are. And when I say older people, like, it's it's not a knock um, on them, you know, but it's just, just you know, like, how they use their they cell phones. Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, how they, like... You mean the hold the picture up? Like, yeah, off, you know, or... they hold
0: the phone up and how, like... When they make Facebook statuses, like, when they, you know, just do certain things, I'm like, it'd be so funny to me, and enduring, like, it's not enduring, but it's, it's, it's... it's, It warms your heart. It does. It
1: warms your heart to see them struggle. Not to see them struggle, (laughs) but to see them
0: work through, to see them work through something completely new to them, because all of this shit, you know, during the technology, age is new to them. You have some that's a little bit more tech savvy than others. But it's just funny. Like why did it... <laughs> Like my mom will be like, "Hey, Janelle, it's your mom." Like, "Girl, you don't think I know that?"
1: She's just trying to make sure.
0: Like, "Hey, it's hey, it's mom." Like, yeah. she's trying to make sure
1: you're coherent. Like, I get call your mom. Like, okay. <laughs> Like I got you, because you know that it was a time you know before caller ID, so you had to announce who it was. This is true. So this is true,
0: and like all of my aunties would say, like when they introduced me to other people, they say, "Yeah, that's my sister's boy," and I'm like, come your nephew," <laughs> you know, like
1: just that's saying, that's you, you sound like you probably get on it. their nerves. That's why you the sister probably, boy. Mm-hmm.
0: probably. It ain't changing. They used to <laughs> it. Shit. I'm in my thirties. They've been dealing with this shit for years. Mm -mm. But yeah. So we just wanted to end it on a a loving, heartfelt, know, with a little laughter um, for y'all.
1: Yes, we wanted to end it on a loving little laughter for you all. (sighs) (laughs) But no, of course... um, Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for, you know, uplifting us and listening us ramble about aliens and roommates and everything else that we pull out of our asses each week. Excuse me. This is a family show. Mm.
0: Can we Before we leave, let me just say this. One of our listeners was like, "What do you get out of the show?" Like, what do you get like out of the show? And then I was like, For nothing else, I get to sit and spend a random day with my best friend where there's no distractions. I don't have to worry about, like, what we order and eat. I don't have to worry about, like, where we're going. Um, Bitch, we ain't working out. Like, we just get to sit and we get to talk about random shit. And y'all be listening to it. And I I love my best friend. And I love y'all for that. So... That was to the person who asked, you know, like, what do you, what do you get out of doing your podcast? Like, bitch, I get to hang out with my best friend.
1: There we go. We literally just be sitting here and topping it up, and we're glad that you are also our audience. Yes, and make sure y'all tune in
0: um, and follow us on all social media platforms, hey. of course. You know, if you don't have the Instagram by now, make sure you follow us and follow and tell a friend and follow. It is Road Dogs Podcast. And then on Twitter, we are Road Dogs Pod, P-O-D,
1: because somebody already had the cast. Exactly. So and um, if you are not really that big into trying to follow us on social media, just subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or to our uh, Spotify and you'll get notifications each time an episode drops.
0: Yes. So we do do that, and we thank you, and we thank you, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.